Welcome to Make Today Count, your 20 minutes of fresh conversation served up to inform, educate and inspire an abundant life. I'm your host Ross Dean and each episode I chat to thought leaders, influencers and experts in their game who all have one thing in common, the desire to go that extra mile. Pushing against the status quo to create a richer life for both themselves and those around them. Powered by compassion and driven by the need to leave the world that little bit better than when they arrived. Okay, hi guys, and welcome back to episode 14 of Make Today Count. Today we have Verity Guider, who's a life coach um, and a writer who inspires and supports others to embrace a slower life from the inside out. Hey, Verity, how are you doing? I'm really good. Thank you, Ross. Thanks so much for having me here. No, it's, um, it's, a, it's a real joy. You know, it's, um, I've been really looking forward to our conversation today. Um, I can't, I'm trying to think, I think it was through a mutual friend that I come, came across your work and through Instagram. And um, it, was, it was so different to what I'd kind of seen from, from a lot of other coaches in, the, in sort of the coaching arena and kind of everything to do with kind of slow living and everything. So I'm really looking forward about to, um, to get into conversation today. Um, for people that maybe haven't come across the work that you did before can you just give us a little bit of background about kind of um, your background and kind of how you got to where you are today please yes absolutely well you've already kind of introduced me very well so I'm, <laughs> um, I'm a life coach and I'm a writer and I help people to live a slower life um, I'm really inspired by small creative businesses and mm. generally anyone that's going after a life outside of that nine till five norm yeah. um, I just find so inspiring so I am mum to a little two-year-old. I live in a cabin in a field <laughs> with my with my little family, um, which is quite unusual and um, very joyful. And I kind of got to this point quite organically, I guess. There was mm. definitely not a big plan to live a specific kind of lifestyle especially one that you could hashtag on Instagram (laughs) (laughs) Um, that was never the aim Um, so yeah my little boy is two years old and before going on maternity leave um, I lived and I worked in London I Mm -hmm. was an EFL teacher Um, I taught English as a foreign language to students from all over the world and I was also really lucky because I got to live and work in South Korea and Vietnam too Um, So I was doing that. We moved back to Suffolk when I was pregnant. So I couldn't go back into my teaching job. Um, I've been doing some freelance writing off and on for a number of years now. Mm. Um, So I was doing a bit of freelance writing on my mat leave. um, And I just, I guess I just kind of started following life coaches and this slow living movement online. Mm. And I just got really sucked into the whole personal development world, I guess. Yeah. so I went on a retreat I did lots of courses lots of workshops with other coaches and it kind of it all just sort of came together about a year ago where where I kind of noticed that my natural curiosity to just know everything about other people um (laughs) my teaching experience I've been told I'm quite a good listener you know non-judgmental um and it all just came together and I just had a bit of a light bulb I think, you know, I want to be a coach as well. And people are already interested in me talking about this slow living. And I think it's just so vital for people to, to slow down. Mm. Um, 
so I finished my training last year and I'm now in the early days of running my own coaching business. It's amazing. And, you know, with coaching today, I I think, you know, there's a, there's a wealth of kind of noise online that kind of, it kind of echoes a lot of kind of fast pace, kind of the, you know, the word hustle is banded around Mm. a lot, a lot of the time. Um, Mm. And I think what stood out for me is that when I came across um, your content was the fact that it was this different approach. And, And to be honest, you know, this kind of the slow living movement this you were the first kind of point of contact that I'd had with that um kind of kind of movement and for people that are kind of listening and who are kind of intrigued and have kind of um pulled over the car to listen to now what exactly is meant by the, the term slow living as far as you're concerned well it's kind of different things to different people and depending mm. on how much you're on social media it may look like it's just living very minimally in the <laughs> middle of nowhere and essentially not doing very much yeah. um but it is it's actually a really big worldwide movement there are lots of mm. different movements within it so there's slow food which is all okay. about um kind of like farm to table um mm-hmm. Yep. which started when the first McDonald's opened in Italy and there were so, such big protests about it ah. um, because it went against like the Italian way of eating and family time and being. Oh, wow. So, you know, somebody started this slow food movement mm. and it's kind of moved into lots of different areas. There's slow design, there's slow cities. Um, it's, yeah, it's a whole big movement. But for mm. me personally, I see it as, as taking a step back from how noisy our lives are these days. Mm. Um, I think that society, um, intentionally or not, has kind of made us believe that there is a way that we should live. Yeah. Um, Because of that, we have lost our connection to who we really are, like Mm. as individuals, as Mm. well as collectively as humans. Um, so for me, slow living is just taking a step back from all of that noise, from those mm. expectations, from those shoulds, mm. and and kind of really dialing it back and figuring out what's most important to you. Yeah, I think I think for a lot of people that I kind of um, I have on the show and kind of chat, maybe if they're in coaching or or in other areas, you know, usually the, the position and the kind of the direction in, in which they're going now has spawned from kind of an experience or, or or something. Is 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 that something that kind of happened with you? Did you find yourself kind of living a kind of a very hectic life, and then was that then what was really appealed to you in in the sort of the slow living movement? I'd love to say that it was, but I don't mm. think so. I don't think so. No, no just um, just kind of appealed and yeah. Well, I'm I'm from Suffolk originally, so mm, I sort of sure. had that sort of slow countryside upbringing, yeah. and then moved straight into cities. Was in sort of capital cities yeah. in a few different countries for about sixteen years. Mm. Um, and to be, you know, completely honest, I think mm. it was probably in my early thirties when I first kind of started experiencing depression and anxiety okay. yeah. and getting to know the, myself better and mm. noticing that actually being out every single minute of the day, you know, being crazy sociable, doing things I didn't want to be doing, spending time with people I maybe didn't want to be. Yeah. They were all contributing to my anxiety. So mm. sort of slowly I sort of tuned more into what kept me happy, I suppose. So yeah. there wasn't like a big, like, you know crazy <laughs> light bulb moment or anything corporate like yeah. it was just yeah actually to kind of deal with anxiety and to feel 
as good as I can mm. to slow stuff down. And um, it's just been like one massive lesson from there, basically. Yeah, I, I think, it's, and I can really relate to that, you know, in that, mm. um, you know, I remember sort of back to my early 30s and that, that was a time of kind of, self-reflection i think i don't know what it is about that early 30s you know i speak to a lot of people in that that kind of same um period of time for a lot of people where they kind of have got to a point where they kind of just know they kind of want to change in some way they're not quite sure at the time what that direction is but you know life kind of presents itself with situations or people that kind of um kind of reveal where you need to go or you need to do something else and um, Mm. so it's really interesting i remember um myself when we had our half first um child my daughter eight years ago now and um you know that was sort of my early 30s and you know even though that was a time of um of celebration and it's such a wonderful thing i think sometimes it can also be things just just life changes i think can be oh, um, a big factor and even though they're mm. an amazing thing you know bringing a you know in my circumstance bringing a um my daughter into the world it was i don't know what happened there was a little bit of kind of anxiety around that and mm-hmm. uh, maybe it's kind of like oh look i've got to be look after someone else now and mm-hmm. <laughs> all that kind of stuff so there's a lot of things i think that can kind of trigger people and it, it might not just be like you say work and bits and pieces but it can be lots of different stuff i think um yeah absolutely and actually i think that that age is particularly crucial because mm. that's that's when those pressures of society really hit you right if you're mm. not married if you don't have kids if you don't have yeah. a successful career people people start questioning you as well as yourself <laughs> yeah don't yeah, they course. you know why yeah. haven't you done this yet yeah um, and I certainly felt that in my early 30s too mm. um in fact in my very late 20s that's why I moved to South Korea because I was like okay. oh, <laughs> I can't handle all of these questions you know? oh, okay that's interesting Bit of an escape um yeah and then I think when you do move into that phase and you mm. know have children you're naturally thinking you know what kind of role model you want to be to yeah. your kids and mm. values that you want them to take on so mm. it's quite a natural yeah time I suppose for these and, questions to come and up like, and like you say that really spurns you on because you kind of want to mm. you know you want to start bringing the child into the into the world for them to learn off you because that's the person that they're going to be learning the most off you know they're going to be around you the most so I think that kind of spurs you on to kind of just reevaluate kind of what you're doing I think certainly from speaking from my perspective that was um that was the case with myself um from the people that you kind of work with um and people that kind of are interested in kind of this kind of I guess um transitioning to this different slightly different kind of lifestyle why do you feel people are kind of drawn into that um is there something like we we're just speaking about kind of a, a life event or is it something they just kind of find by way of social media or the or the web how in your experience how have your clients and the people that you work with kind of come upon this kind of subject i think there's kind of two different ways you can come to it actually mm. i would say there's people that really are just stuck in the opposite they're stuck in this really fast-paced life um whether they've made it themselves or it's just been unavoidable circumstances whatever the reason Mm. they're feeling really overwhelmed they're exhausted they're never on top of anything and you know they could be heading towards burnout um themselves so it's kind of just that realization that they actually cannot carry on Mm. living at this pace um like you say, there may also be like, you know, a bigger life event, mm. you know, something that they go through, whether, uh, you know, a happy event, something sad, perhaps just a time to re-clarify where you're at. Um, but in general, I would say that people drawn to this like living slower are people who 
they just really care. <laughs> they really yeah. care about the life that they lead. Mm. They are, they're noticing like how much surface level stuff we've been yeah. led to believe mm-hmm. is where our happiness lies. Um, they don't want to look back, you know, when they're, you know, old, they don't want to look back with that. What if, yeah. or if only I'd done that, they don't want regrets. They don't want to feel that they've lived their life to everyone else's expectations and never mm. put themselves first. Um, and they just want to really make most of being on this beautiful planet um, and the people that they're with. So I think it attracts people as well who are conscious about, you know, who they are, their values, the impact they have on other people. And I, for me as well, there's an element of like um, conscious consumerism, sustainability, okay. looking yeah. up the environment as well. But in general, it's people who want to live in line with their values mm. and live in the moment as well. Yeah, and I just think, you know, this kind of projected, um, I keep going back to that word, but that hustle and, mm. you know, that that kind of comes, I think, especially if you're um, running businesses and, and that kind of stuff, you know, when you look online and see kind of like the influencer markets and, you know, people that are deemed to be, you know, the top of their game, a lot of that content is all around kind of just, hustle and and don't sleep and you know do all this stuff and, yeah, and get to the top thousand dollar launches <laughs> i know yeah, yeah. And, oh, this, and, yeah. and i don't know about you but you know it's it all sounds lovely but in, mm. in, I, I think there's it's like anything that there'll be there'll be types of people that will um look at that and go amazing i'm going to jump on it and they'll do fantastically well mm. but there are other you know people with other skill sets with other kind of like um emotional tendencies and all those different things that just aren't like them and Mm. and what's great about what you're doing i think is that it gives just it gives choice you know it gives it gives choice to people that you know doesn't resonate and just giving them a voice to say you know i can equally do equal amazing work but i'm going to do it in a slightly different way Mm. yeah i love that yeah absolutely um so you know we've spoken about um how it isn't sustainable and and I'm guessing for a lot of people that you've spoken to, this can also come out in other ways, the physical kind of, mm. um, you know, either in illnesses or, or you know, or um, challenges with mental health. Um, what kind of advice would you give? Because I think there's going to be a lot of people kind of listening in and thinking, you know, you know, yeah, yeah there are some times when I feel like this or I feel like that. Mm. Um, how does it usually present themselves? Have you have you kind of seen any sort of patterns for you know, for people that you've spoken to, um, how this kind of overwhelm presents itself um, to people that you've 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 chatted to. Um, I suppose there's been kind of like a couple of themes that have mm. come up, and yeah. I know this all goes very Marie Kondo, <laughs> but this <laughs> kind of like the decluttering. Mm. Um, I do kind of think that. So when I talk about slow living from the inside out, like the yeah. out for me is kind of like your physical environment. Mm. Um, so it it really can be as simple as the stress that you feel when you walk into your home at the end of the day and you're confronted with chaos, essentially. Um, That's that's just never going to start you off on the right foot. So I'm definitely finding that with clients that have just taken the time to go through even one room, Mm. even just having one space that at the, I really believe that your bedroom should be the space that is, you know, that little sanctuary yeah um you can be slow and not feel overwhelmed in there so there's definitely this part of yes decluttering getting rid of 
the stuff that you don't need. I'm not saying get rid of everything because <laughs> that's unrealistic. I mean, you need the stuff that sparks joy. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, so there's the physical side of things. There's also um, kind of like having a really packed diary. Mm-hmm. Um, so people just realizing they've got this this voice in their head consistently saying, I'm so busy, I'm too busy, I'm too busy. Okay. You know, really stressful. Mm. Um and then oh just give me a second. Um so definitely okay. with the definitely with the sort of the, the cluttering, I know, you know, I think mm. everyone that's got children will really um, um mm. you know resonate yeah. with that. You know, I found that myself, yeah. you know, if I come in after work and um what is a big thing for me is kind of the, the area space in which I work as well. That's a big thing right. for me. So mm-hmm. if if I've got things like a clear desk and everything's away, I just generally feel better and, and generally I'm more, I'm more productive as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I find, and it's the times when maybe I've left, you know, the office and the desk in a, in a bit of a mess cause I was in a rush and I come back and, you know, it really makes a difference, doesn't it? It's really surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it really does. Like I, I sort of, um, I, I make the point of, it sounds so silly obviously we live in a cabin so it's very small so it's not like you can just close the door in a messy room Mm. and deal with it later if you leave the kitchen in a mess it's the first thing that you see (laughs) in the morning um so I always make a point of just cleaning up at the end of the day and have to say I didn't when I was kind of thinking through what to talk about I didn't Mm. think that housework was going to be one of my things well we like to multitask here (laughs) on the podcast yeah there we go um (laughs) But that sort of thing, yeah. So it's definitely kind of those external things that mm. that draw people to kind of working with me and wanting yeah. to slow stuff down. But then also I'm noticing themes coming up like people pleasing, um, which is really mm. interesting. Yeah. Lots of clients saying, Well, I've you know, I'm doing this, you know, X, Y, and Z for this person, but actually I don't really know why. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and again it, it just goes back to that, you know, um, the expectations of other people and wanting Mm. to be viewed in a certain way and Mm. actually by working together kind of getting to the bottom of why you might feel this way um you can start to reprioritize how you spend your time and what you are saying yes and no to so a lot of Mm. it is about um creating really strong boundaries for yourself and I get, and I guess for a lot of people, um, very as well, you know, when you're having these kind of thoughts and you're kind of in this situation, you probably at the time think it's just you that's kind of thinking this, mm-hmm. you know, and it can be quite isolating, can't it? I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, so, you know, talking with someone, a coach or, you know, even just a, a friend in that circumstance is kind of that aha moment when they turn around and say, Oh, I did that too. Oh, I feel like that too. Mm-hmm. That can be so powerful. I think, can't it? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, but you know, as well as talking, um, I guess sometimes we're just not our best friend in, in kind of um, finding ways to kind of help the situation, I think is what mm. I'm trying to get to. Mm. Um, when it comes to managing our lifestyles, like our, our home, our diaries, all that kind of thing, where are we kind of going wrong a lot of the time? Is it just that we're trying just to do too much for a, um, maybe we've got a goal and we kind of want to, we're, we're so entrenched in, in, in getting that goal that we kind of want to do anything or is it just a, a mixture of a lot of things, do you think? Yeah, it's a lot of things. And I it's a really good question, actually, because I would go out on a limb to say that maybe our lifestyles don't necessarily go wrong, because <laughs> I think mm. that even when things kind of dramatically veer off course, I know this is a very coachy and irritating thing to say, you no. have always learned something about it, yeah, learn something from that experience. Mm. Um, 
And so even in really hard times, you will eventually come through it. You will learn how brave you are and you mm. will always have that knowledge to draw on in the future. Mm. Saying that, <laughs> um, when we are living super fast paced, it's not just our life that's really fast, it's our mind as well. Um, and I think that it, it just makes it really impossible to know who you are, mm. really. Um, and I do believe it matters to know who you are. I know that because I would have rolled my eyes at this like, five years ago myself okay you know kind of like personal development self-help books etc you know they seem self-indulgence they seem quite selfish maybe to kind of devote mm -hmm. some time to um to getting to know who you are but the payoffs are really big um and i i truly believe that the more people are happier mm. in who they are yeah they're they will show up so much more truthfully and so much mm -hmm. better for other people mm. in their world as well. Mm. So acknowledging the things that um, are kind of getting out of control in your lifestyle, the things that set you off by acknowledging them, working on them, you can, you can be the best version of yourself. <laughs> and who doesn't want that? I, I think, I think, I think that's it. And uh, you know, if, Percy, through my own experience as well, you just kind of start to see that, that ripple effect in that yeah. once you start presenting yourself in a way that um, maybe it's a little bit different to before, maybe you've got more of a, um, a proactive, open kind of view to a lot of things, mm. um, you generally find that people will present themselves to you that are of a like mind. And, yeah. and just, it's hard to put your finger on it, but... Um, I, th I think what it is, a lot of people sometimes, and you, you made a really good point um, a minute ago in that it could almost feel selfish to do some of this mm. stuff. Mm. Um, I think especially, you know, speaking as a parent, I think initially I was like, well, you know, I need to care for this child. I need to care for these children, you know, that they come first. And it's that old adage of, you know, you're in the plane and who puts the... Um, mm the um the mask over first you mm. need to look after yourself mm. and I, I and i think you know for a lot of people that's the first thing they sort of think about oh, i can't do this mm. you know self-development i haven't got time for that blah blah blah. i've got mm. to go and change billy's nappy or whatever i need to do <laughs> <laughs> um but it is exactly what you're saying it's it's so powerful it has this ripple effect and and generally i find that just more opportunities will come to you um it's really hard to put a finger on would you agree it's um mm yeah it is it's 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 a journey that's mm. for sure again yeah. god i'm really on it with the cliches aren't i here <laughs> we're, slowly um, we're slowly ticking all the boxes yeah, <laughs> like yeah self-care bingo over here. um yeah i just i yeah like i said i just believe that if you're and, and i think the thing i have to acknowledge as well especially with coaching is it's mm. a privilege to oh goodness be yeah. coached mm. actually you know it's it's not an easy it's not just a, oh yeah, I'll just give that a try and see what happens. Like yeah. there's, there's a lot of investment financially, emotionally, mm -hmm. your time, you know, it's not just something you will do on a whim. Mm -hmm. And, but I think the good thing about that is that if you've made that commitment, then you are going to work at it. You're going to work to make those changes. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know what, this even all goes back to my really cheesy 17 year old self yearbook who okay. you know when they say you know what's your quote mm. or whatever yeah, it is yeah, yeah. and I just, I can't even remember the exact phrase but mm. essentially I know what I've already said I never wanted to look back with regret I just okay. feel so much that 
we're so lucky to be here mm. you know like actually living here in this moment it's just it's a miracle mm. that we're even here in the first place yeah. and why would you want to fill your time with the things that don't bring you happiness it just Definitely. it doesn't make sense to me no. and that's not to take away from you know the realities of a lot of difficult lives mm. and a lot of difficult lived experiences yeah um but if you are privileged and lucky enough to be in a position to get to know yourself better and therefore really live a life embodying your values for yourself for other people for mm. the planet that we're on then why wouldn't you and there's never been a better time in history so far where this stuff mm. is accessible you know even yeah. even even at a lower um at a lower level um it's kind of a gateway into some of this stuff um mm. we have podcasts which are free we have youtube we mm. have we have books in that you know i still think that books are the best 10 pounds 10 dollars you can spend yes. you know yes. you're effectively in some cases buying a whole lifetime someone's lifetime of, of knowledge mm-hmm. and experience and and that can be just um you know either audio or or or, or through reading you know mm. i think that's that's so even go to the library you haven't even got to pay for it you know, <laughs> know. you know yeah. there's there's a lot of things and i think what happens a lot of the time is that people not necessarily um they mean to but they put up some of these barriers about why i can't do certain things and the stories that we kind of tell ourselves around that but taking a step back and actually looking at the landscape as to what's available there's never been a better time to Mm. kind of seize this opportunity of so Mm. many of these things um absolutely yeah sorry go ahead (laughs) no no you're fine you're fine uh, no, so, I, this is just one of those things that you could you think you can chat about all night you know this is uh, I know. well because it's interesting that you say that as well because mm. actually one thing that has generally always bothered me about mm. not about people but is just hearing somebody complain about the same thing for yeah. years and yeah. not doing mm. something about it it's like mm. i'd like to think i'm a fairly sympathetic person <laughs> you know yeah. i'd like to yeah. think that my job obviously allows that as well yeah. now but um I think there's only so many times mm. of listening to somebody say, I hate my job. Mm. I want to go traveling, you mm. know, but I can't because of this. And I can't, and just coming up, like you say, with barrier after barrier as to why mm. they can't do something. Mm. Um, I don't have time for that. I don't know the have. No. <laughs> so another reason I love my clients is because they are recognizing they need mm. to make a change and they're actually doing something about it. And, and, and that's and, really brave. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think that goes back to, you know, at, at the right time for them, they will find yes. the right time to hopefully yeah. get on board and 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 live a life that's more um, abundant in 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 their regards. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it goes back to what you're saying earlier about you know another thing as well as organising your life is organising the people around you. You know, yeah. um, you know, evaluating how much value does this person take? Is it mm-hmm. you know what's the old adage of um, is someone a a radiator or a drain? You know, do they do they mm. radiate stuff that you really um, mm that you really um have benefit from and you can give value to them or are they people that kind of drain you every time you spend time with them you know um you know that it all counts for a lot of this stuff and you know we are the the you know the sum of the five people that we we spend time with i really i really agree with that yeah absolutely and i think that um the thing with that is like it's obviously not you don't just go around cutting people out of your life because they make you feel a bit sad um but it's just kind of like having a bit more self-awareness and putting barriers yeah, yeah and not barriers like boundaries in mm. place so you're like okay that's fine I will see them 
once a month mm. and I will talk to them about themselves, but I won't share things about me because they're not going to be able to, you know, reciprocate in the way that I would like. It's kind of just having that sort of knowledge. I think that's a really good point, actually, because I think when that, that topic is brought up, a lot of people think it's exactly that. I'm going to go in their house and say, I'm not going to be your friend anymore. Mm. And then we're going to, you know, go to Facebook and unlike all these people, but it's, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's not about that. In, from no. my perspective, anyway, it's just about you minimizing the time that you think about them or the time that you can spend with them in a natural way you know mm. um if you're always worried about how a certain person thinks about you then you step back and you think that's not serving me so you'll mm. concentrate and focus on mm. an area which you're is going to bring you more benefit and more joy mm. i think that's a, um, yeah and i think that's that's kind of like um imperative to real life but also social media Mm-hmm. I'm actually no, really definitely. surprised I haven't spoken about social media because <laughs> that's a whole other thing. But just like the opportunities for comparison, for mm-hmm. trolling even, you know, yeah, like yeah. there's there's a lot of negativity out there. And again, it's just about putting up those boundaries and controlling mm-hmm. what you consume and mm-hmm. the people that are within your community and your audience. Because that, because that's the crazy thing. We have control around this stuff. You know, we can we do, yeah. choose. We can choose not to watch a television program. We have a choice not yeah. to listen to the news on the radio as we drive into work. There are things that we can put into our lives that enable us to just have more freedom around some of this stuff. And exactly. um, yeah, um, yeah, it's um, it'd be really powerful. I think. Um, what have you seen? Is the kind of the main kind of. I guess benefits of adopting this kind of lifestyle, you know, maybe speaking from your own perspective, what have you seen that's changed that you've found really powerful or um, has been really great for you? I think it does sound like a myth, but you can actually get more time (laughs) back Mm -hmm. in the day by living a bit slower. Um, You can do the things that you love, but you do have to let go of the things that you don't to make Mm. that happen, which is, which is difficult. Um, so yeah, I would say a big benefit is just having more time. Um, and in that way, it also removes that decision fatigue, you know, like by the end of the day, you're really exhausted because you've had to make so many little decisions. (laughs) And so you, you might've woken up and been like, today is the day that healthy eating, I'm going to start really well. I'm going to go for a run. And then by the end of the day, you've had a busy day at work. You've been stuck in traffic. (laughs) You know, your kids smacked you in the face like mine did earlier. (laughs) And suddenly you're like, oh, do you know what? Take away. You know, like Mm. you can't, you can't think through any more decisions. And I do think that if you've taken the time to figure out the, your values and the things that are important to you, you're kind of automatically putting in place where you're going to spend your time. Yeah. And, and that gifts you time back, basically. Yeah. So I would say for me, that's the biggest. And equally, just don't beat yourself up about things if they do happen to veer off and go in a different direction. Because I think that Absolutely. happens a lot. I've, you know, I've yeah. certainly experienced that in the past where, like you say, you, you've got these... Um, you know, maybe January the first rolls on, I'm going to be more healthy this year. And then yeah. January the second, you, you're in a traffic jam and there's, you pull over to a, um, you know, a service station and buy a, um, a bumper sized Twix or something yeah. <laughs> and devour that, you know, it's, um, these things will happen. And I think with anything, it's just again stepping back and just being kinder on yourself to say, well, you know, looking back at it, I did have a stressful day at that moment in time. I've, felt that i would be i'd get more joy out of eating that twix or whatever i was going to be doing mm. and that's and that's all right tomorrow we'll just reboot and reset and and, and mm. start again um yeah. it's um 
yeah, I think just being a little bit more kinder really helps. Um, so if people kind of want to start adopting this lifestyle, maybe they've had a look online and, and kind of trawled through Instagram and, and, and found that a lot of these different aspects of all, all areas of the life is kind of resonating with them. What kind of, I guess, what kind of first steps do you think people should take? How do people start incorporating this? I'm guessing through some small steps or? Yeah, I think really it's, instead of looking at it as this big overwhelming like picture of all mm. of the things that you want to slow down like that's not very specific and that's not very helpful and actually that just adds stress yeah. so really I think the very first thing is just figure out exactly what it is you would like to slow down to mm. begin with so okay. it could be like we've spoken about like your house is overwhelming you there's so mm. much stuff in it it yeah. could be that actually when you think about it you don't know the last time you spent time alone because you're always so busy Mm. So it's almost like just kind of very gently taking notes of the times that you have to stop and take some deep breaths <laughs> to bring <laughs> you into the moment Yeah, and kind of noticing those clues about, okay, I had to do it at this point because this was stressing me out, you know, mm. whether it was because, you know, I don't know, the, you know, there's shoes thrown all over the floor or, you're stuck in traffic or you know because you've left the house too late or whatever it is that's bringing you those moments of stress mm. just pick one of them and spend a bit of time focusing on that so mm. for me it's very difficult to do with toddler <laughs> but <laughs> if i can start my day with 10 minutes of meditation yeah it really does yeah it, it does. really makes a difference to my mood for the day yeah yeah, yeah. um it's about yeah just taking those deep breaths mm. recognizing what you're actually grateful for in that moment mm. um and going from there i think like you said it's about being kind to yourself so mm. it really is just the very small thing mm. what's stressing me out what could i do to take 10 minutes to make this slightly less stressful mm. for me and to slow down yeah, and you mentioned meditation there. That's a great way, like you yeah. say, just just getting yeah. back to the core of what you. It's yeah. it's just it's it's a good base, isn't it? From any, anything yeah. that's kind of holistic in that way, it's just it's just spending time with yourself, learning how to sit with yourself, I guess. Because we yeah. a lot of a lot a lot of us we don't do we? Yeah, you know, even no, if, I all, sorry, carry on. No, I was going to say even if we we're sort of you know commuting on a train or something like that, we mm. although we're sitting with ourselves, we're we're still kind of our minds racing. We're sort mm-hmm. of thinking about what we're going to be doing next, but it's it's something it's it's a skill that you just need to kind of sit with for a while and and just kind of allow yourself to it's hard to describe isn't it it's, it's um, mm. um, yeah but, it but, yeah and it does co- it does come up for my clients as well like you know I quite regularly recommend like have you tried meditation mm. and quite often it's no I haven't I don't have time yeah. um and then you ask when did you last spend time yeah on your own for 10 minutes yeah. And I don't mean being on your phone and I don't mean listening yeah. to a podcast and I mm. don't mean being at the gym where you're running. Mm. And and, it, and the answer is quite often, I've no idea, mm. never. Mm. And it's just about like gently like incorporating almost like a challenge. Can you find five minutes today mm. where you're not being distracted by anything else? Because I mm. think that's, I think that's also a big part of this kind of the hustle lifestyle this fast-paced thing is just that we are constantly distracted there's so much to distract us Mm -hmm. um that we just completely lose touch with what we want and who we are 
yeah i think it's yeah you're absolutely right it's that we live in that kind of immediacy that immediate culture you know we can we can order something from amazon it comes the next day you know we can if we want to listen to music we can have a choice of any track ever you know written um through our through our headphones you know to, when you step back from that that's pretty amazing you know yeah. to, to think back you know when i was i was younger you know you used to mail order fill out a form and <laughs> and then send it off and then you get it like three weeks later or something to think mm. about how far that's achieved but people then carry that mindset and viewpoint over and that's what they've got to give you know mm. especially for people listening that have got that run businesses as well you know yeah. that's, that's a whole other conversation about you know whether off. yeah, yeah and, and if you get a um, an email you know you for a lot of people they feel compelled to immediately come back and to um to do a ton of work and stop maybe what they're doing at the time you know mm. um it's um yeah i'd say with meditation it's really it's it's such a great way and i think if people can stick with it um i think we'd both agree that there's so many benefits that come off the back mm. of it absolutely um, and you you just find that you're just more kind of free f- f- um, thinking with your thoughts, your, mm. your 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 mood just generally lifts and um, it's it's um, it's really powerful. Just a geek out. Mm. Are you are you kind of an app person with meditation? Oh yeah, you? yeah, absolutely an app person for sure. So, so let me guess. Are you sort of team Headspace or Calm or what are you? What are you oh well, I was Headspace. Okay, for yeah. very long time, and I got myself all the way to about two hundred and eighty something days straight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I'm not sure what happened. Maybe our subscription ran out or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm now Team Insight Timer. I've seen that. Yeah, that's totally free as well, isn't it? It is free. There is a paid version mm. where you get courses and things, but yeah. it's um, a lot more expansive. It's not just yeah. Headspace is fant- absolutely fantastic, and Andy's voice sends me off to sleep in the best <laughs> way. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 that's the best way. It, it's perfect for like beginner meditation, sort of just mm. learning to tune in for ten minutes learning to get in touch with your breathing insight timer there are so many different Mm. topics so i've kind of got a spiritual side to me which is growing and there's more things i'm interested in so you can learn everything about manifesting and your chakras and auras Mm. and reiki it's it's just all on there it's fascinating and there's meditations and talks and Mm. courses and um yeah, and, uh, there's something new every time. And as you say, there's so much content in there that's actually free, yeah. isn't there? You know, it's, yeah. Um, so yeah, if, I mean, if you're listening to this and you you kind of want to step in um, to just try meditation, that'd be a really good a good mm. shout to just 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 get it and just try some stuff. I think is the best sort yeah. of advice, really, isn't it? To just Absolutely. to see what resonates with you as you kind of scroll down and just kind of try some bits out. Yeah. Um, okay, I need to have that geek off with the meditation. That's um, that's <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Really, really, really <laughs> interested in. Um, I guess, you know, we've spoken about a little bit before, but I'm guessing when you first kind of meet with a client or you're having that consultation period, I guess we spoke a little bit before about kind of the stories we tell ourselves about why we can't do stuff. Um, is there kind of a trend that you see with a lot of people in, in regards to some of the things they may think they, why they can't work with a coach to maybe look at a different kind of lifestyle set? Yeah, I mean, it basically comes back to not having the time because okay. you feel too busy. Yeah, yeah so it, it doesn't time. kind of really matter what sort of, lifestyle you have whether you've got kids or a full-time job or you work mm. for yourself and mm. um, actually i was thinking about this thing have you heard of called parkinson's law i haven't no what's that which it basically states that your work expands to fill the time available for its completion so okay. if you've got like two days to complete a project it will take yeah. you two days but if you've got been told you've only got two hours it'll only take you two hours mm. so unless we're kind of like 
you know, working on those very tight deadlines, we do tend to procrastinate. Yeah. We lose focus really easily and we fill up our time way more than is necessary. Mm. And because we're filling up this time with procrastination, with distractions, with, mm. you know, everything we can be doing, we're left feeling that we don't actually have enough of it. Um, so when you catch yourself doing that, it does make it easier to claw that time back again. I'm going to come mm. back to setting those boundaries. Yeah. Um, it's particularly hard when you work for yourself. It was always my dream to work for myself. Mm. I'm thrilled to be doing it. But yeah, like you, the self-management involved is quite <laughs> yeah. considerable. So it's sort of, it's saying like on Tuesdays, I work on this. On Wednesdays, I work on this. You know, it takes me one hour to write up my coaching notes. Whatever it is, it's kind yeah. of, it's kind of funny because part of slow, like a big part of slow living for me is really not having the rules, right? Mm. Not having regulations, really tuning into what feels right for you in that moment. But equally introducing boundaries, introducing like your own little rules that are obviously flexible and can ebb and flow actually gives you more freedom as well mm. um so it's that, quite an interesting kind of contradiction there yeah and that's so true what you said about that that partner's law as well is that you know we i think we've all we can all remember back where maybe a boss in the past has said right we need this by two o'clock or something and you think well you know it usually takes me three days to do it but you do it don't you and you get it you done. Do, yeah it's uh you just find ways to to do these things and um i think you know people underestimate what they can do a lot of the time um, if they just kind of adapt some of the workings and um, yeah, super interesting in that. I think, um, you know, if people are kind of listening to this conversation very in and thinking, you know, this might be something that I kind of want to get involved with. Can you just tell us a little bit about how, how you kind of work with a client? I think that'd be really interesting to hear. Um, I'm guessing that begins with kind of a, like a consultation stage. Yes. So the first stage would be for somebody to obviously contact me mm. um, through my website or even Instagram. Great. Um, Everybody that contacts me, kind of, there's quite a lot of work that we do together that's free, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Okay. Um, so somebody would contact me, and I will send you a very juicy questionnaire mm. to kind of get you thinking about where you are in your life right now. So what's good, what's bad, what's stressing you out, what you'd like to slow down, mm. pretty much everything. And actually, acknowledging what your really big dreams are. Like I really feel the questionnaire. I even you know I've already had feedback on it that just the questionnaire questionnaire alone <laughs> is um, a great way to start living slow because okay. actually you have to sit down and answer the questions mm. and you might not have considered them before yeah, and yeah, yeah. even answering those questions is really amazing. The self knowledge that you gain just mm. from that you're like oh hey I didn't realize this was a thing that was causing me stress. Yeah. Um. So questionnaire is the first step and then once i've received that we will have a discovery call about half an hour 45 minutes again this is also free um because the whole thing with coaching is it's a really um it's a big investment like i said mm. but it's also quite a vulnerable space to be in i suppose yeah, um true. and not not just from the client's point of view you know from from my point of view as the coach i want to know that we are going to work well together mm. you know that we that i i'm um quite open about things that are happening in my life too and mm. so it's really important that by doing the questionnaire and having this discovery call we've got an opportunity to kind of suss each other out basically <laughs> um yeah definitely so, so it's really good like this that's all like no obligation at all okay um you know just as a way for us to feel that we can trust one another and 
and support each other. Um, but if that's all really good and we want to work together, then we sign a coaching agreement, figure out payments, and then start working together. So mm. at the moment, I offer three packages. Um, there's a one-off consult call, which is called Be Still. Yeah. Um, and that would be the questionnaire. And then it would be an hour, hour and a half call, and then mm. two weeks of follow-up via email. Okay. Um, so that's just a one-off. And mm. then there's a three-month coaching series and a six-month coaching series. So mm. Be slow and be soulful. So with a coaching series, they we will have a call every couple of weeks. Yeah. I tend to do them over video because, for me, I just think it's really important for body language and being able to see each other is really important. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, we'll set some goals in the first series, in the first um, call. Mm. Um, you can set between one and three goals. It's kind of realistic for, say, a three-month series. Yeah. Um, and the goals are, they are not going to be, I don't know, throw out everything in my house in the next three <laughs> months or, you know, or start a yeah. business. They're, yeah. they're going to be like really heart-centered ones, something mm. that's really meaningful to mm. you. Yeah. Um, so like, I'm happy to give an example. I just finished working with my coach yeah. and my, one of my goals was, oh my gosh, now I've forgotten it, haven't I? give me a second because the wording was really great oh claiming myself as a powerful business owner okay so yeah. quite like into me i knew what that would feel like when i had mm. achieved it yeah so a big part of the goal setting is like yeah it it, it really means something to you and at the beginning mm. of each session after that i'll i will always ask like how are you feeling about the goal are you still feeling yeah. connected to it are you excited yeah. by it is it feeling overwhelming to you um and then once we've set those goals then we will just set well i don't say we you as the client will <laughs> set smaller actions that you can take over okay. the next few weeks before our next goal before yeah. our next call yeah um so that the whole point of coaching is to get you from where you are now to where you want to be it mm. is not therapy it is not counseling mm. absolutely things will come up from your past mm. but we're not talking about them in depth we're just talking about them to figure out the theme okay of what's kind of appeared in your life in the past and how we can kind of change that moving forwards um and i am not there to tell you what to do mm. that that's that is not what coaching is about i am yeah. there to hold that space for you mm. to ask some really powerful questions get you thinking about things in a way that perhaps you haven't before mm. and giving you the confidence to take those steps and move towards what it is that you want um and usually well always stuff comes up that you don't expect mm. um you know like when you start i'm probably doing it now actually <laughs> when you start talking and then you keep talking you keep talking and you just suddenly come up this <laughs> this like aha oh my yeah. gosh moment yeah. just suddenly happens you're mm. like oh my god i had no idea i felt this yeah. way where did that come from mm, definitely or, We've never pieced things together. Mm. That's what coaching is. It's mm. like piecing those things together, figuring out what's what your mindset has been that held you back from reaching these goals in the past, working on them between our sessions, mm. having that accountability with a coach, and learning loads about yourself in the process. It's pretty special if I do mm. say so myself. <laughs> it is. And what advice would you kind of give someone, you know, if they're looking for someone to work with? um you know what 
what's best to look out for in a coach would you say when they're kind of looking for someone what's the best kind of way to approach it and and kind of what should they be looking out for it's just got to be somebody you feel really connected with really yeah um you know so that could be different people at different times of your life coaching like life coaching is still fairly new in the uk i would say that in the us and maybe and australia they're you know really big business and people commonly will work with a coach it's it's still fairly new here so i understand that yeah. people maybe aren't too sure what to look for hmm. um so it's unlikely you're going to just find somebody on instagram say i like them let's work together and just go for it it's probably yeah. more likely you'll find somebody you'll follow you'll hmm. sign up to their newsletter you'll read their blog you'll you know consume some of their free content hmm. listen to them on podcasts hmm. yeah. <laughs> and um <laughs> um and just to figure out the person that's right for you. I don't think there's like a big trick to it. No. Um, so you can obviously work with coaches one-to-one, um, which is the services that I offer. Um, in the future, I'm going to be offering workshops. I'm mm-hmm. going to be writing eBooks. I mm. want to offer retreats and, you know, all sorts of things, e-courses. So there are plenty of courses yeah. that you can do online where you're yeah. part of a group of people and you're kind of being led through um, certain topics each week or each module. Um, so it really is a case of just just looking out there and seeing oh. what fits for you. And what would you say, you know, if someone was to ask you, you know, why should I work with a coach? Um, mm. What what do you think are the real benefits of of working with a coach with some for some of this stuff what would be that kind of elevator pitch in in a few sentences for you i'm not sure i'm any good at elevator pitches to be honest and i think the best the biggest thing for me both as a coach and as a client when i work with my coaches Mm. myself is accountability okay um you know it's so common for us to have these big dreams of something that we want to do and that dream can get written down on january the first this year next year mm. the year after 10 yeah. years down the line yeah. and you tell yourself you don't have the time you don't have the money to pursue them but mm. working with a coach it gives you that space and it mm. gives you that time to to achieve those goals and so that dream is within reach for you um mm. you know it's especially if you are thinking of working with somebody to adopt like a slower lifestyle yeah if it's something you haven't done before you know, it's it's going to be hard work. Mm. Um, it's not easy, especially if other people in your life don't really get it. But yeah, but if you do the work yourself, other people will slowly <laughs> notice and potentially do their own work. Mm. Um, so it, it's quite far-reaching. I think yeah. that's another benefit of it. You think it's about you, mm. but actually, it it. It, yeah it radiates out to the other people in your life and to your business if your business is also you know a big part of your life um mm. it's a really safe space and i think especially with yeah, how busy life is i think mm. that a lot of people just don't have somewhere they can come and they mm. can just be you know like yeah. as yeah, vulnerable yeah. Mm as sad as frustrated as motivated as <laughs> whatever it might be mm. there's not many spaces that someone can come and feel safe and mm. not be judged and not have to worry about what somebody else is thinking mm. and not having to put somebody else's needs ahead of their own and i think that 
that coupled with the you know the accountability of your speaking every couple of weeks plus you are you know in touch the rest of the time so if you're working together for three months or six months you are in touch with each other that whole time to share mm. the great things that you've done or the difficulty you've had today or what do you think of this it's just having that person that's they're not a part of your day-to-day life mm. but they do genuinely care about you at the same time and i think mm. so many people don't have that no there's going to be there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be listening to our conversation um this evening that's going to it's going to be really exciting for them and they'll i know that they'll want to kind of go and learn more and and mm-hmm. kind of take some take some steps into moving mm-hmm. a little a little slower in what they're doing um what would be your kind of your one tip that if someone was kind of intrigued by this 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 kind of lifestyle that a small step that they maybe could take the next day to kind of not rush into things as we said and not try and change the world in in the next 24 hours but what could be a small thing that would kind of send them on their way okay so it's quite hard to just give one tip but Mm. i've got an idea um i would say sit down with your diary so Mm -hmm. whether it's calendar on your phone or you use paper whatever look Mm -hmm. at your diary for the next month how are you spending your time like how much of it is being taken up with things you enjoy and how much of it is being taken up with obligations mm. i'm not saying quit your job if you hate it <laughs> like immediately of course yeah, yeah yeah although i would support you to do that <laughs> <laughs> um is it possible for you to give yourself the gift of time mm. can you give yourself one evening a week or even a month if that's all that's possible to just be you know and i don't mean zoning out and like you know using netflix or instagram as some kind of like a medicine you know (laughs) it's because we do right um you know again it's kind of coming back to could you put 10 minutes of meditation into your week or into Mm. your day Mm. you know could you spend five minutes writing into a, a journal this is how i'm feeling right now and just getting it out you know could you do some yoga stretches before bed so basically is there any way in your any time in your diary in the next month you can just be quiet for a few mm. minutes take a few deep breaths and give yourself permission to what you need in that moment now sometimes what you need is to watch netflix and i'm really <laughs> on board with that. um yeah. but just kind of like having that habit of just taking a few moments taking those breaths figuring out what you need it's, it's a really good step towards living a bit more slowly mm. that's perfect um amongst all the um coaching you're doing at the moment um you touched upon what might be coming but is there anything you've got kind of coming up that um you wanted to kind of chat chat about today i know you spoke about you know the the retreats and the workshops that you'd love to do um is that something that's kind of coming up or is that kind of a um bit further out well retreats are definitely a little bit further out unfortunately Mm. but i am in the early stages of planning a workshop um with somebody local a local yoga mm. teacher in cool. the, um i think we're meeting next week actually mm. to t- start kind of like really figuring out what we want to be offering there um mm. at the moment i have a mailing list and i send a an email out once a month which is always about slow living and like a kind of a topic related to it so my most recent one was to do with patience Okay. and how that shows up within slow living i've done kindness connection all kinds of things um and that's a really good way to get to know me really you know a lot better mm. as well because i'm quite yeah. personal in that um and i 
oh, I'm going to commit to this by saying this out loud now. <laughs> I've spoken about writing like a free, you know, download, hmm. five ways to start living slow. And I did think, you know what, I'd really like to get that done before my next newsletter at the end of March. Okay. So there you go. I'm going to be working on that. Um, but I have got, I've just got big dreams. I've had like a 10 chapter ebook planned out for about a year and a half. So <laughs> I might, might finally start working on that too. Um, but because I'm all about the slow living, I'm just doing things as and when they feel right. I'm not forcing myself into anything. But mm. newsletter is a really good place to start. Um, check out my website because I have been working on that. Mm, um, definitely and and i guess what's the, you know if people are kind of listening to this and kind of want to get in touch for a chat or maybe set up a consultation how's the best way to find you i'm guessing through social media or through the website yes so my website is inspire and enjoy.com mm-hmm. um so you can there's a contact form on there that you can just um get in touch with me there um otherwise my instagram where i am verity guider which is G-A-I-D-A, I thought I'd spell it out. Um, I do actually, I'm not, I don't install it for a full week. I tend to have it on for like three or four days and okay. then I uninstall it because that's kind of like a boundary for me. Oh, um, but I'm, my DMs, I'm always having amazing conversations in my, in my messages. So <laughs> honestly, if I, you don't need to get in touch with me because you're 100% thinking of working mm, with me, yeah. just say hi, you yeah. know, like, I'm generally quite friendly in there. So, um, yeah, uh, that, that's always open to people, always. Yeah, perfect. You know, I like to kind of wrap things up um, with some gratitude because I think that's a really powerful thing to do. So I just mm. want to kind of thank you for, you know, the work that you're doing, um, putting into the world. I think, as we've spoken before, there's a lot of um, noise um, around the hustle and fast-paced living. And I think for a lot of people, that just doesn't resonate. Um, mm. I, You know, I except that there's a lot of people that does and, and that's great for them and that's amazing but i think there's a lot of people who your your content is serving now which they'll get more out of what they're doing and they'll kind of just give them a voice i think in that that there is the possibility that they can move forward in the way that's natural feels natural to them mm-hmm. um and just give them some strength so thank you thank you for that and the, and the work that you're doing around that um and just thank you for your time this evening it's been you know it's been really great i think the it's one of those conversations that we can go off on a tangent. So, you know, when I spoke mm. about sort of business and I think there's a whole other conversation about that as oh, well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, how to, and how to look at that. Um, and, but I think, you know, we've made some great groundwork that maybe, you know, always maybe need to have a follow-up conversation at some point around. Oh, that would be great. Um, yeah. so, but no, thank you so much for your time. Um, I really appreciate it. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Perfect. So guys, I hope you found that interesting. Um, we've had a great show today. Um, what I'd really love is to hear your comments, your feedback about the content we've spoken about today. So wherever you're listening, um, we'd really appreciate some comments, whether it's via um, Spotify, iTunes, or even um, through the show notes page on, on the blog, please leave us some comments. Also feel free to contact um, either myself or Barry um, and just have a chat. You know, maybe there's some some things that really resonated with you we'd love to get your feedback on that and also if you're listening via um some of the um the podcast platforms we really love um a review on there so if you happen to be passing please leave us a review could be really um appreciated but until next time um i've been ross dean this has been make today count and see you soon take care Bye-bye.